Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. And we lift up our hearts. 
tonight. Come on, come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us come, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hands are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Oh, come, oh, come, let us worship. Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are his people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Hallelujah. Come on and put your hands together and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands, all ye people. Yes, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord our God is good, he is great, and he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. This has been our call to worship. We give glory and honor to God today. Because truly he is the head of our lives. We give much love and respect to all of those that labor with us at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church. Our executive pastor, Elder Kathy Miniweather, our administrative assistant, Minister Lee McClendon, Elder Dante Farmer, Evangelist Barbara Hardaway, and our very own Pastor Sherelle Pennington and Bishop Freddie L. Brown. We love the men and women of God that serve with us, and it is an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to be able to do ministry like Jesus with these men and women, and with you and you and you. We want to greet you in the most holy name of our righteous Father. I am Pastor Kimberly Black. I am the presider over our worship experience on today. And we rejoice for this is the day that the Lord has made. I know that it is uh, snowy outside. I know that it's kind of chilly outside. But we are excited because our name was called, amen, in that celestial roll call, amen. He chose to give us another day. He chose to give us another opportunity. He chose to give us a little more light. He chose to give us a little more of his mercy and his grace. And I want you to know that I'm excited. I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. We want to greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to move forward with our worship experience. We pray that those of you that are joining us, that you will seriously make your couch, your bed, a place of worship. Turn the TV off. Tell the kids to sit down, be quiet, give them a little iPad, a coloring book. Uh, let them work on some some math and some reading, something quietly while we worship together. We come where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Bible says where two or three gather together in his name, he will be in the midst. So we're come to worship the Lord on today. So turn your living room, your dining room, your bedroom, wherever you are, turn it into your place of worship this morning. Uh, we are going to um, prepare ourselves for our worship experience going to ask if Minister Lee will open us up with our prayer of worship. Following that, we will have a song, then our scripture reading by Brother Farrell Mack, 
our prayer by Sister Janetta Bradley, and we're moving in that order. Amen. Glory to your name, O God. God, we bless your name this morning because you're good and you're great and you're worthy to be praised. God, we thank you, God, for your love. God, we thank you for your kindness. God, we just ask, Lord, that you would, God, God, come into this place on today, Father God, where everyone is, God, in their homes, Father God, Father God, in their, their, uh, wherever they are, God, we just, God, give you the glory and the honor and praise, oh God, today, Father God. Father God, we bless you, God, because you're good, God, we bless you, God. Just continue, Lord oh, God, God, to be God on Hallelujah. today, Father God. We yes, lift God. you God. Hallelujah. Yes, God. We
Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'll be reading scripture. I'll be coming from the uh, book of Daniel, first chapter, verses 8 through 21. And I'll give you a chance to go ahead and, and locate that. We'll be talking about Daniel and and what he's what his mission is on this particular verse. Amen. So, Brother Farrell. Brother Farrell. Yes. Please yes. don't read eight to twenty one. Just read three to three verses from somewhere. Um you don't have to read Daniel um chapter one, eight through twenty one. Please don't read all of those verses for us. Okay. Just we just need like three three to five verses of anything you choose. Okay. Thank you. But Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. Now God had given the chief of staff both respect and affection for Daniel. But he responded, I'm afraid of my lord, the king. He has ordered that you eat this food and wine, if you become pale, thin, compared to the other young youth your age, I am afraid the king will have me beheaded. Daniel spoke with the attendant who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, and Zariah. Please tell us for ten, please test us for ten days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. And at the end of the 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in light of what you see. I've just read you Daniel, first chapter, verses 8 through 13. May God have a blessing to the hearers, the readers, and the doers of his, of his word. Amen. Father God, as we come to the throne of grace and prayer, this uh, we come calling upon your great and wonderful name. What a mighty, mighty God you are. You are holy, Father God. You are awesome, God. You are mighty, God, and merciful, God. Tender mercies that's new each morning. Father God, you are mighty. You are just, and we just love you, Father God. Father God, we come this morning confessing that we have fallen short of your glory, Father God. We have done things outside of your will. So, Father God, we're praying for forgiveness of our sins, Father God. Father God, we not only pray for ourselves, Father God, but we're praying for this entire nation, entire world, because the sins of this world are so great, Father God. Father God, we continue to pray and lifting the people up unto you, Father God. Father God, we continue to ask that you just forgive us, Father God. Father God, we want to live a more uh, a more pleasing life, Father God, that's pleasing unto you, Father God, a more perfect life, Father God. So cleanse us right now from all unrighteousness, Father God. Father God, as we go forth, we go forth speaking boldly in your name, Father God. Father God, we just thank you for this new day, Father God, a day we'll never see again. We're thanking you, Father God, for being such a wonderful God, an awesome God, Father God. We're thanking you for being our rock, our place of safety, Father God, for hiding us under the shadow of your wings. We thank you, Father God, for all that you have done for us and everything you yet to do for us, Father God, while we're yet here on this side. We say thank you, Father God. Oh, Father, we say thank you because, Father, we do not take you for granted. In your holy word, 
it, it tell us to thank you, Father God. So, Father God, we continue to cry unto you, Father God. Father God, we come this hour lifting up our church family because many of them are sick in their bodies, Father God, and family members that are sick in their bodies. We lifting them up to you, Father God. Father God, everyone that's on our hearts today, we lifting up to you in prayer. Father, you know each one by name, Father God. We pray that you touch each body in a mighty, mighty way, Father God. Whether it be sickness in their body, some may even stand in need of a financial blessing. They may have a wayward child or grandchild, wherever it may be, Father God. May it be granted at your appointed time. Father, we just love you. We need you. And we will continue to call up on your great name, Father God. Oh, Father, how we love you and need you, Father God. You're such a wonderful God, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for your tender mercy that's new each morning, Father God. Father, we love you with everlasting love. And we will continue to look towards the hills from your Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, how precious is the name of Jesus. Come on, if you agree that he is precious, clap your hands and shout hallelujah. 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 Because can't nobody do me like Jesus. Hallelujah. We want to thank Minister Lee for our prayer of worship and Brother Farrell for our scripture reading and Sister Janetta for our opening prayer. It's truly an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure, again, to worship with each of you. I just want to give us a few pastoral observations um, to let you know that um, if you are worshiping with us for the first time, we want to say hello to you. We want you to say hello to us. We get excited when we have guests. We get excited when family and friends drop in to worship with us. And we want to give you that opportunity this morning or this afternoon, depending on where you're calling from, to say hello. Amen. All you have to do is press one on your phone. We will unmute you and bring you live and you can say hello to us. Amen. Share some of your sunshine with us. Amen. Share some of your sunshine with us. And we are grateful. I see uh, I have a hand here. The last four digits of your number are 4643, and I'm going to bring you on live now. 4643. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Is this Aunt Cleo? Yes, it is. Well, good morning, Aunt Cleo. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well. Amen. We are so excited that you are worshiping with us on this morning. We hope and pray that something is said, something is heard that will encourage you and strengthen you and to help you continue to persevere in the faith. Because that's what God is requiring of us in these last and evil days, that we have a strong faith. Amen. We love you, Aunt Cleo. Love you, too. Barbara, it's the reason. All right. Well, amen. Thank God for Sister Barbara. Amen. Well, we're glad you're worshiping with us. We praise the Lord for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Barbara. You're welcome. You're welcome. Amen. Well, I just want to remind us that there are ways that we can give, even though we are not in the sanctuary to leave our offering. You can use our cash app if you want to give your tithe and your offering. All you have to do is use the dollar sign GSSMBC at PDX, and we will get your tithes and offering. We want to encourage um, each other to be a 100% tither in 2024 because we are speaking more in our lives, and we know that we cannot beat God in our giving no matter how we try, but we can try. Amen. So let's become 100% tithers in 2024. Um, For those of you that are giving your contributions to the church anniversary, which is coming up on August 25th, 2024, we will be 40 years old this year. And we have a celebration. We have a celebration in store for you. This is my last time making this announcement because Deaconess Cassandra Faye Robinson is our chairperson. The next time you hear about the church anniversary, it will come from her. Amen. So we want you to know that we are working towards having a great celebration. 
It will be on Sunday, August the 25th, 2024. <clears throat> We're asking every member to sow $400, amen, to help us reach our goal of $10,000. You can start giving. You Some of us started giving back in August of 2023. And if you started back in August 2023, thank you to Brother Farrell for being my mathematician. Uh, helping me get these numbers together, you should have been given $33.33. Amen. Hallelujah. And by August of 2024, you will have given $999. Yes, I'm asking for that extra penny, okay? Amen. Uh, you would have given $300. I'm sorry. You would have given $399.99. Amen. So we're just truly grateful to God. I told you I wasn't the mathematician, Brother Farrell is. We're just grateful to God for all of you and what you're doing in our midst. Um, we are going to postpone our out community outreach event. You know that on yesterday we were on tomorrow we are supposed to gather together to do a sock giveaway. We will postpone that and we will give you the date um, and time at a later time. We do have socks. We do have hats, mittens, and scarves to give to our brothers and sisters that are houseless. I want you to know that people saw the Facebook posting, and they began to sow into our ministry. And so we're grateful. But God, come on, that's right. Clap your hands, because money cometh, amen. And God has been blessing us, amen, that we can continue to do ministry like Jesus. So we will postpone that event on Saturday. Um, January 20th at 10 to 11 a.m. We want to invite you to come out and get fit with us. This is the time that we want to get our hearts right. Amen. Um, February is heart month, and we don't want to wait till February to start working on our heart. Amen. We will be having a time of fitness for followers where Faith meets fitness in an electrifying, soul-lifting experience. Saturday, January 20th from 10 to 11, we will be at 3535 Northeast Mallory, Portland, Oregon. You can register for this day of fitness by going to www.pard. I-O-F-I-T-N-E-S-S dot com. Amen. I'm going to give that to you again. It's P-A-R-D-I-O-F-I-T-N-E-S-S dot com. And I will send this out in a text message immediately following our worship experience because we want to get registered for this workout experience. Thank you to our hospitality ministry, Sister Kamisha, for organizing this event for us to get our hearts fit. Amen. I also want to let you know that each of the events that were happening for the Martin Luther King Day celebration have been postponed. Um, the drum line, the drum major event sponsored by the Vancouver Avenue First Baptist Church, will be postponed to February 21st. 
And then the Allen Temple, the Albina Minister Alliance, their event also has been postponed. And the World Foundation, their event, which is hosted at Highland Christian Center, has also been postponed to a date in February. So there will be uh, no Martin Luther King um, events taking place on today or on tomorrow. Um, Let us just for a moment take out and have a moment of silence for the work, the life, the dream, and the legacy of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Father, we thank you for the life, the work, the legacy, and the dream of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. We know, Father, that this did not begin with us, and this will not end with us. But it is a work, it is a dream, and it is a legacy that must be instilled into the hearts and the minds of men, women, boys, and girls of all colors, all religions. Father, I pray now that the work that he has done, Father, will not be in vain and that we will answer to the call to do justice according to Micah 6 and 8. Love justice, do mercy, and walk humbly before our God. We bless you now, Father, and we give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Those are our announcements. Those are our pastoral observations. I hope and pray that you would govern yourselves accordingly. We're just truly excited about what God is doing in our midst. Are you ready for praise and worship? I want you to know that's why we gather this morning. We gather to praise him because of what he has done, what he is doing, what he is going to do, and we worship him for who he is. I don't know about you today, but I love him more today than I did on yesterday. I love him with all my heart, soul, and mind. So for the next few moments, please, if this song say, clap your hands, clap your hands. If these songs say, Stand on your feet and dance before the Lord. Guess what? You need to do that. If they say lift up holy hands, you need to do that. I'm not going to let no rocks cry out for me. I ain't going to let nobody hinder or stop my praise because I know what God has done for me. And can't nobody praise him like I can. Let's get ready to praise and worship the Lord's song. Hallelujah. Young people, I need y'all to come right down here in front of the stage.
worship you, oh God, from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. We worship you, we worship you, oh God. We worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, Lord God. We bless you today, Lord God. Hallelujah, Father. We glorify you, Lord God, here, Lord God, in the sanctuary of our homes, O God. Lord, we lift our hands before you, Lord God, in the presence 
of Yah Almighty God. Lord God, we thank you today. We bless you today, Lord God. We, your people, Lord God, that you have called unto yourself, Lord God. We come before your altar of grace and mercy, Lord God. We come before you, Almighty God, and we lift our hands to praise you, O God. We thank you, Lord God, that you have called us today, Lord God, and we come to bless your holy name. Now, Lord God, you know why each of us are here before your altar. Lord God, we come, Lord God, praying today that we will not only be hearers of your word, Lord God, but that we will be doers of your holy word. Father, we are praying that the the word of God will find its way down deep into the recesses of our hearts, O oh God. And, O oh God, that it will grow and spring up as wells of living water inside of us, O oh God. Lord, let your word, Lord God, be ignited in us, O oh God, that we, O oh God, can be a people that not only hear your word, Lord God, that we will be doers as well. Lord God, we are praising you today and asking you for clarity of your word. Father, give us a fresh anointing to hear, Lord God, fresh ears to hear, Lord God, as we hear your word, O oh God. May we study your word to show ourselves approved, O oh God, that you, O oh God, can use us, O oh God, at your appointed time. Father, we bless you for your word because you tell us in your word that faith cometh by hearing and hearing is by your word. So, Lord God, as we come today before your throne of grace and your altar of mercy, Lord God, let your word saturate us, O oh God. Let it, oh God, do in us what you intend for it to do. Lord God, may we be like Daniel, Lord God. We don't know what's ahead of us, oh God, but may this word, Lord God, be a beginning. May it be a continuation of what it is you want us to be prepared for, Lord God, for tomorrow, for today, for this afternoon. Let your word abide in us, oh God. Father, we thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for the truth and the righteousness, oh God of your word. Lord God, we pray for the one that will bring the word today. Lord God, may she be used by you, oh God. Speak to her, speak through her, oh God. Use her, oh God, to feed the sheep, oh God. We are your people and the sheep of your hand, Lord God. So we are looking to you, oh God, to feed us this holy word, Lord God. And we honor you in this place today. Father, you are faithful as we know, Lord God. You were faithful when they were in exile, Lord God. You want you are faithful to us today, but Lord God, may our, your word be found in our hearts that we may be faithful to you. May we obey, Lord God, your truth. Oh, God, even reveal in us something new, something that we hadn't seen before. But just bring that clarity, that understanding that your people need here today. Lord God, we thank you now. We thank you for what you are doing in the lives of your people around the globe, oh, God. And we give you the honor. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You deserve my worship You deserve my praise Thank you, Jesus Adoration and glory It belongs to you always Oh, you deserve my worship Yes, you do, Lord you deserve my praise, adoration. 
my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to call your attention to Daniel chapter 1. We thank God for Brother Pharaoh giving us the beginning portion of that scripture reading. Um, I, I don't want to, because we are walking through the Bible this year in our Sunday school material, I don't want this to be a time um, where I we just recite or rehearse um, lessons. What the Spirit has pressed upon me is to pull out of these stories that we've heard as children how we can live in this society today. I don't want this to be um, just, I've heard the story of Daniel. I'm not going to listen. I need you to listen in. Elder has prayed that the word of God would penetrate our hearts and minds. And I'm praying today that the word of God would challenge our faith. This lesson is entitled, A Sincere Faith, coming from the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verses 8 through 21. I'm going to read verses 
19 and 20. Brother Farrell read verses 8 through 13. But verse 19 says, And the king communed with them. This was after Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had finished the test, finished the course that the king had laid out for them. He sits down with them, and among them all was found none like. Daniel, Hananiah, Michele, Michele, and Azariah. None was found like these four young men. Therefore stood they before the king, and in all manners of wisdom and understanding, that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better, ten times wiser, ten times smarter, ten times stronger than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realms. Today, if I was to take a text from reading these two verses, my question would be to you, are you found among the four? Will you be found among the four? Will it be said that you, we, lived a sincere, faithful life? In spite of everything that's going on in the world today, there's earthquakes, there's tornadoes, there's mass shootings, there's still drunk drivers, there is still divorce, there is still poverty, there is still evil, there are still things happening. Even this morning, I think it was, or yesterday, two people right here in Portland were killed in a house fire right here in Northeast Portland. With all of this that is going on that causes us to be fearful and have sorrow and be in despair, have we lost our faith? Has our faith been shaken? Because we've gone through some things that that we weren't expecting. This lesson today is to challenge our faith to help us to grow stronger in our faith. I hear you, Sister Janetta. Sister Janetta prays for us all the time. That She prays that we would have a strong faith. Mm. With saints of God, we've got to learn how to persevere. From the book of Daniel, what lessons must we learn to help us live through 2024? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. The first thing that we need to learn from the book of Daniel is that God is in control. 
In spite of what is going on, you might be sick in your body. Your children may be bad. Your spouse may be cutting up. Your bills may be more than your money at the end of the month. You might not have no friends. You, you might not have you might not have the best of life itself. And you might be in a situation that you don't even understand. How did the heck did I get here? Let me encourage you today. God is in control. We must have faith and courage. That's what these four boys had. Now, in this story, uh, Daniel and his three friends, uh, their names were Hananiah, Michelle, and Azira. But the king, Nebuchadnezzar, wanted to um, make them give up, reject their God, and serve the God of the Babylonians. Now, the book of Daniel, Daniel is an eyewitness to the captivity of the children of Israel by the Babylonians. Daniel writes this letter, this book, to show the faithfulness of the Jews and to show that God is in control of heaven and earth, that God is directing the forces of nature and that the destiny of the nation and the care of the people is God's concern. While Ezekiel was ministering to the captivities in Babylon, Daniel was drafted as a counselor. Now, the, the Babylonians, Nebuchadnezzar, they, they took the strongest young men, um, the most beautiful-looking young men, the most smartest young men of all the children of Israel. They took them to live with the king so that the king could convert them so that they could work for and serve the king and the Babylonian god, Baal. Ha. When I read this, I thought about the story of Ruth and how uh, Kent, what's his name, Kuta Kente, came over from Africa to live in the United States. And when he got here, the slave master changed his name, tried to strip him of his identity, tried to strip him of his character, tried to strip him of his integrity. That's what King Nebuchadnezzar tried to do. So he changed the names of these young men so that they would worship his God, the God of Baal. As you go on to read in the story, Daniel had faith and he had courage that God was in control and he was refusing to allow his name to be changed. They did not call him by his name that the Babylonian king had given him, and that name was Belshazzar, mean Baal protects the king. Yeah, Daniel had faith and he had courage. What else should we learn from this book? We should learn that there is purpose in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's purpose. You're still here. 
I, I, I've been listening to this song um, all weekend. Um, we're going to live to see it happen. I'm going to live to see it happen. You need to listen to it. It's by J.J. Harrison. I mean, it put some shouting in my feet all weekend because every time I thought about it, I'm going to live to see it happen. He told us COVID didn't take me out. I'm going to live to see it happen. I'm going to live. I'm going to live and declare the glory of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, I want you to know that there is purpose in our lives. We must trust and obey God. We must trust and obey God. Why must we trust and obey God? Well, let me tell you what Jeremiah 29 and 11 says. He says, I know, this is God talking. He says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the plans that I have towards you. So why not trust him? Because he gives us direction. He gives us peace, not circumstances and consequences. Ah, there's purpose. Come on, shout. There's purpose in my life. There's purpose in my life. There's purpose in my life. I'm going to live and not die. I'm going to declare the glory of the Lord because he deserves my glory. He deserves my praise. He deserves my worship. God has me here today. On the 14th day of January, there's a reason why I'm still here. There's a reason why you're still here. There's a reason why. God has given you the activities of your limb. He's given you breath in your body. You can open up your mouth and testify to the goodness of God. There's purpose in your life. The, the next thing that we need to learn from the book of Daniel and from this life of these strong, brave men is that we have got to learn how to persevere. We need to persevere in order to fulfill the purpose that God has called us to, we got to have some stick to it power. We got we to gotta be able to hold fast to the profession of our faith. We cannot let circumstances, trials, tribulations, circumstances, situations mess us up. We cannot give in. We cannot give out. We got to stand firm on the word of God. We got to know that we know that we know that we know that God is sovereign and he is in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we've got to persevere. We can't give up when things just don't go our way. Think about these young men. They were thrown into a fiery furnace, right? Right? They were thrown into a fiery furnace. Now, we, we nobody's going to throw us into a fire pit or a fiery furnace. But we are going, our faith is going to be challenged. Our integrity is going to be challenged. Our character is going to be challenged. But will you come through? Will you be steadfast and unmovable? Or are you going to cuss them out and beat them up? Are you going to, are you going to worship the Lord? Are you going to lift up holy hands? Are you going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord working on your behalf? Because Romans says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, who've been called according to his purpose. Saints of God, we've been called. We've been called. So let me, let me, let me, let me give you this last point. And I'm just about done. I'm just about done. The last thing. 
that 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 we need to oh I I, I better say this I better I better say this I better say this stand firm in your faith don't be wishy-washy don't believe God can can pay the light bill without believing that he can heal you from cancer there's nothing too hard from God he can heal cancer he can heal AIDS he can heal diabetes he can heal. He can bring that child home from jail. He can get that child off the of crack. He can bring that child home off the street as just as well as he can pay the rent. So stand firm in your faith. Stand in your integrity. Don't let nobody, don't let no King Nebuchadnezzar come into your life and try to trick you out of believing that God is faithful. That God is sovereign, that God is wonderful, that God is amazing, that God loves you, that God cares for you. Don't let no devil from hell keep you from believing that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could ask, think, or imagine. Be content to serve God because it's going to pay off after a while. Payday is coming after a while. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Put your trust in him. Put your faith in God. Depend on him. My last point that I want to make that we should learn from the book of Daniel, from these boys here, these young men here, is that God, now, they, they challenged the king. The king wanted them to eat his food. And if you're looking at your Sunday school book on page 192, I, I, I can imagine I, I see some some ham, I see some potatoes, I see some 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 mashed potatoes, I see some some macaroni and cheese, I see some collard greens, I I see some buttermilk pie, some sweet potato pie, some chocolate pie. I, I, I see it all on the table that the king has spread out, and it's the best. It's the best. It's cooked with the best. Uh, uh, but these boys refuse to eat the king's food. But let, let me let me tell you this: they refuse to eat the king's food, and, and and they 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 went on this challenge. They went on this challenge. They say. We 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 got the food that we're gonna eat. This is where we get the Daniel's fast from. He said, "This is the food that we're gonna eat. We're gonna eat vegetables and water, and, and, and we're going to pray and and ask God to to give us what we need." Now, remember, I told you that God was faithful. Look what God did. God gave. Daniel and his friends, exactly what the king was looking for when he established the training program. You hear me? I said, God is faithful. And when, 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 when Daniel made up in his mind, for God I live, for God I die, for him I will trust and obey, God gave Daniel and his friends exactly what they needed to satisfy the king. God did it. Not Daniel. 
not King Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel was already blessed with the ability to understand visions and dreams, but God intensified that thing. He went on to to not only serve King Nebuchadnezzar, but he served two more other kings. We're going to find out about them later on this month, too. Spoke dreams. I want to tell you Daniel was a prophet. Let me tell you about a prophet. If a prophet speaks into your life, if he is a real, if she is a real prophet, prophetess of God, it's going to come to pass. If they profess to be a prophet and they speak over your life and it doesn't come to pass, they were not really the mouthpiece of God. They were just somebody perpetrating. Okay? I, I just want to say that. There are prophets and prophetess out here, and there are people that have the form of godliness, but they deny the power. So be careful who speaks over your life. Don't let anybody just speak over your life. Try the spirit by the spirit. That's the word. That's the word. So this lesson today, this lesson today is to encourage us to be faithful, encourage us to trust God. God has called us to live in faith. He's, trying, he's called us to walk by faith. God has called us to live in faith. Oh, I, faith is, I'm not quoting Hebrews, um, what is it, 11 and 1? Yeah, we all can quote that. We all know that. But to know it and to do it is one thing. Evan Elder prayed that the word of God would would get into us and that we can do what it says for us to do. God has called us to live in faith, trusting that whatever he ordains is right and that he will tell us what we need to know at the right time. And guess what we must use as our guide? The basic instructions before leaving earth. We must use the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand on the word. I live on the word, for it is the living word of God. Amen. We're truly grateful to God that you have joined us today to worship with us today. I hope and pray that something has been said to encourage you and to strengthen you and your love relationship with the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word on today. We thank you, Father, for your word is life building. Your word gives us strength. Your word increases our faith. Your word helps us to be perseverance in the things of this life. Your word, Father, helps us to see that you are sovereign, and your word helps us to see that you are faithful to us. You've been better to us than we've been to ourselves, and we bless your name. We thank you, O God. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us receive our benediction. Uh, I'm going to say this to us. Stay true to the word of God. It will not fail. God has never left us. God has never forsaken us. And guess what? He will never. Because the Bible says he never sleeps nor slumbers. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. What I say unto one, I say unto all. Watch, fight, pray, and live faithfully every day. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. I don't think anybody would argue with me if I said that we are living in 
tough, trying, turbulent times. There's trouble and problems everywhere we go. It's trouble in the finances. Many of us have more months than we do money. Many of us who made investments in a 401k is now a 201F. We're dealing with hostile husbands and disobedient daughters and wayward wives. And sometimes it makes us want to pull out our hair and say, how are we going to make it out of this mess? All of us have asked that proverbial question, how am I going to make it? How am I going to get by? And the answer comes back to every single generation. Six little words. The just shall live by faith. Faith is what's going to take you out of every circumstance. Faith is getting ready to take you out of every... Oh, come on, somebody. I dare you to stand on your feet and just tell somebody next to you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen by faith. Oh, come on, let's pray the Lord. It's going to happen.